Mockingbird, where we talk about the books that we've read this month. I'm your host, Ella Murphy, and my co-hosts are... Olivia Carmichael. I'm Elliot Nason, and for Cal Stewart. And Hannah Simpson. This week we read From My Mother's Back, A Journey from Kenya to Canada by Njoki Wayne. Now, I saw this book on a CBC article recommending several books for Black History Month, and so I thought we'd better check this one out. Yeah, um, yeah, we were looking through which ones we wanted to pick, and we were picking our top three, and this one wasn't my top, but I picked it as, like, my second or my third, and I just wasn't sure what was it was really going to be about or what it was going to be like, but I'm really glad I picked that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was my top pick, I think. I think yeah, mine too. too. Uh, yeah, I, I was really drawn to like the story like aspect of it, and I was it sounded a lot of them were kind of um, what's the word like not uh, like mainstream. They were kind of like interesting like media's and stuff. But I felt that mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to really like work with that very well. So I wanted to go for something a little bit more traditional. Yeah. Yeah, especially because I haven't read a lot of nonfiction before, so it was it was really out of my comfort zone. But this this felt a little bit more safe in a way because it was more of a storyline than just like information based. Yeah. Yeah. So why not talk a bit about the book itself? Well, the book itself is structured. It's a memoir, and it's structured in chapters. Each chapter is quite distinct, and they don't necessarily go in chronological order. And it details the life of Miss Nyoki Wayne herself. Who is a who was born in Kenya and who is now a professor at the University of Toronto, and she's also a mother now. And she details her stories with her family and all the hurdles and interesting things she had to go through to get here. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of the way the chapters were divided, like by memory, I guess? Because I liked it, but I found it hard to keep up with the timeline because each chapter wasn't really consecutive. Yeah. I yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't chronological at all, and at times it felt without, like, intent or without purpose, and mm-hmm. I felt like she could have made it a little bit more um, easier to understand, because at times it was, like, especially if she was in Canada and she was doing different stories when she was in Canada, sometimes she had kids, sometimes she didn't, and it was, like, what's, I, I didn't really understand yeah, what was going on. Yeah, it was difficult to follow yeah. sometimes. I will say, it's, it, it does it okay here, it's pretty well. Yeah. But I would have, I would like to see more, um, more consistency between chapters, and also more transitions between chapters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do think something about those like short, like maybe chapters were kind of short, like kind of like memory capsule almost. It made it like a pretty like quick read. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of just sat this and read this most of it in like one sitting. Yeah. It was just like. It's a really easy read. It's really yeah, easy to get through. it didn't feel very, like... I mean, some of the topics were kind of heavy, but it yeah. didn't feel dragging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. It wasn't, like, hard on my brain to, like, exactly. read it. It was, right. like, enjoyable. One thing that I do wish um, she mentioned more or, like, put more information in the book was her parents. I mean, the book is called From My Mother's Back, but her mom and dad, like... I feel like that she could have put a lot more detail and a lot more, um, I don't know, like, stories about her parents. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of expecting a lot more about her mother and, like, how that, how her mother raised her and how, like, that affected her. 
and stuff like that. And I just, I mean, like, even her mother's backstory, like, at least we know about her dad, like, what his, where his family is, all of that. But I think we get one line about her mother being, like, a chief's daughter or something, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think. I think she. I think she could have explained like how her mother impacted her life and got her where she is now more than she did. Because I mean, even if there isn't much to that, there's still something you can add for that storyline. Yeah, like I found that um, she talked about her. Well, even just her parents, but more so her mother. Like towards the beginning of the novel, more so than the end. Yeah, yeah and in my opinion, I feel like. Um, she didn't get from where she was in Kenya to being a really successful professor and author because of her mother. Yeah. I don't think that that was the reason why. So I feel like the title isn't even that um, good of representation of yeah. how far she's come. I mean, like, I can't speak to her, like, what actually happened, but, like, from judging from what she talks about here, she doesn't really speak to her mother's influence on that. Yeah. Another thing that's very interesting about this book is she sometimes breaks into poem. Yeah. Or poetry. And here, I'm just going to give the audience an example. Like, this entire chapter that's written in sort of more poetic versions called To Henry, To You, Henry, My Brother. And I mean, it's talking about her brother who has passed away. And it just starts like, Henry, oh my brother, I am thinking of you. Henry, you never told me you would be in the spirit world. Yes. Henry, the spirit world before my book was published. Henry, the passing of your twin brother, Anthony. Our brother, Anthony, was devastated. I still remember how much you suffered. I still remember the period when you missed him so much. And it goes on. And it, yeah, it's, it's, really good and I like how um, it's not just that chapter. Like, a lot at the end of different chapters, there's just little, like, excerpts or little... Uh, stanzas I don't that's the right word of like poems and yeah it was a nice addition for sure it's really interesting mm-hmm. another thing I want to talk about if I may because I know Cal would want to do this is the physicality of the book itself mm-hmm. I would say that this is a more of a manufacturing thing than a the author thing but um, in terms of the book binding glue I'm not sure if this is similar with you guys but the binding glue at the very bottom is not strong at all. Like, the pages come apart pretty mm-hmm. easily at the very bottom. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I noticed that as well. And this uh, publishing company, I've never heard of it before, so it must no. not be super, um, I don't know, wealthy. It doesn't have a lot of money for <laughs> the book production. Um, <laughs> it's for her, because it kind of gives a bad impression of, like, her book, even Really yeah, that's, and, it's kind of and that's not her fault. Presented by the, right. Like, don't judge a book by its cover, but like. Yeah. Speaking of it, the cover, the cover art itself, it says on the back it's designed by uh, Marike Friesen. I think I pronounced that right. Uh, I think that there could have been better covers rep- to represent the story. Um, and the audience, you're not seeing it, but it's like a building in the University of Toronto juxtaposed over like a sort of African savanna and it does re- it does represent the book obviously your journey from Canada from Kenya to Canada but I feel like it feels very literal yeah and it feels pretty bare bones in fact there could be yeah. more yeah in my opinion <laughs> did Elliot freeze or no 
No, I'm fine. I'm here. Okay, sorry. I just thought I saw you talking. Um, in my opinion, I I gravitate more to books that have more simple simplistic covers, and because it's more like mysterious. Um, so this this felt like a lot. It feels like a lot is going on, and it's kind of overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure like this book gets published a lot they'll get different covers i'm not yeah. sure if that will actually happen but i'm sure if i saw some chapters i'd probably pass it by yes i yeah. um and i guess that happens a lot probably for like canadian authors because yeah. you know not as popular yeah but what would you guys rate this like overall like out of five what no, would I'm you the cover art elliot no <laughs> I'm, I'm reading the cover art or the entire book the book. I would say the entire book. Let's just like cover art. Uh, I'd say I. I'd say it's a. It's a three and a half. I'd say that she's a very talented writer, but I think there could be more. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I actually agree, agree with three that. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Three and a half seems pretty good for me. Yeah. What I can say is it does actually make me very interested in her story, and yeah. I would definitely love to like sit down and talk to her about it, and yeah. have her go into more and more detail. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting to have her as a professor. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah she was supposed to be very lucky. Do you guys remember that chapter? She was talking to that girl, um, Anna, I think her name was. And she she helped her, like, discover, like, a lot of her, like, family traditions actually came from... Oh, yeah. Brazil, I think it was. Which I thought I think was really it was. interesting and getting to see her kind of take on... We don't even see that with our own children, but, like, to take on that kind of parental role as, like we see her experience with her parents we don't really see her interact with her children but seeing her interact yeah. with anna like that i thought that was a really neat um, and in terms of the connection with black history month i i do actually think that this was a really good book for the cbc to choose because i mean so, uh so many of the books were like uh i'm gonna call them anti-racist publications which is fine i actually have a book that details a black woman's experience coming to Canada, I feel like that's more insightful than a book that just tells the readers not to be racist. I'm not uh, sure I haven't read the other books, but... Yeah, I agree with that in some ways, but I also feel like if her, like, if she wanted it to be about a black woman's experience going to Canada and her experiences as a black woman, I feel like she could have talked on it a lot more because although, yeah. like, it's very clear that she's black because she, you know, she's from Africa and stuff, I feel like it could have been anyone in the sense that she didn't talk a lot about like the racism she experienced or, or the racism that she didn't experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something yeah. That's also important though, is like not just like there should be like more stories about like black people that don't just revolve around like how much like they had to suffer and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, like, just, we should be able to just read about their, like, amazing achievements, you know? I appreciate, I appreciate hearing about her reconnecting with her culture and her traditions. Especially because of, like, the Catholic school she had to go to. And, like, they, she changed her name. Yeah, I'd probably say, like, um, that this would be a good book for Black History Month if you're looking to read into, like, a unique perspective Mm -hmm. of an individual. But, yeah. I guess not just if you're looking for, like, a black history book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I say it's super the historical. actual past. Yeah. Yeah, if you actually want to learn about, like, the actual history, this doesn't, this doesn't do it justice, but it is a good story. It's a 
And yeah, I think it's a really important story. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's good to read about different viewpoints and like hearing her about like how she imagined Canada. Like, remember that I don't know if you guys remember that line, but it was like, "Where are all the fields?" Because that's all she knew. She knew there are fields. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, would you guys recommend this book? I'd say I would. Yeah. Uh, I, considering the price tag on it, I would say that if you had a chance to read it, you should. However, the $18 Canadian, I think, is just a bit too pricey for me. (laughs) Well, personally, I never really read memoirs. I like to stick to fiction novels. Yeah. But the author, like, made a nonfiction novel that was really interesting. Like, Hannah said, I found myself wanting to read more. So, to me, that's saying that this book would be like a good fit if you're looking to step out of your comfort genre yeah i agree i wouldn't like recommend it like if someone's like do you have any book recommendations i wouldn't this wouldn't be my first choice but if they were looking for nonfiction or memoirs or um then yeah like i wouldn't say it's anything revel well no no it's not what i'm trying to say like it's not my favorite book ever but I think yeah. it was really well done, and if people are looking for that kind of thing, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, like it's, it's just not a solid book. <laughs> but it is intriguing. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other things that she's written, I was looking in the front, like she says other titles. These, the other things she's written have not been very personal, I don't think. I think mm-hmm. these are more like you're a professor and you're writing about like, your yeah because professors have to like, publish research so i think right yeah. so yeah. i think this might be her first like personal yeah yeah which, which is really interesting yeah really well done especially if it is her first yeah one. uh one thing i just w- i want to uh, get in here before we go is that i love books that have the theme like family and like moving on and just but a lot of these themes in this book are very complex and i think she simplifies them too much but i don't think that's a bad thing here i think that this is a great book for someone who's especially someone who's new to all these topics and who has just come from a completely different experience like i i was born in toronto and i don't live that far from toronto so like i I don't have that experience of coming to a completely new place where all the customs are different. Yeah. And I, I think I that she writes about it very well, uh, just the whole culture shock and just how her expectations of Canada were t- turned upside down, basically. And that was my favorite part of this book, and I think that she does it amazingly. Yeah, I think we that? all live in, like, our own bubble, you know, especially living in Canada, all being white, you know what I mean? So not knowing a lot yeah. of culture. Yeah. I think it's it's really interesting to read about. Yeah. Um, it's ni- nice to have Miss Wayne let, her, let us into her little bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think it is something that um, I should and we all should like continue doing is reading books about people with other experiences, especially like, black people and people of color, because it really, like writing from a personal experience, it, it always helps other people understand better than just like factual based text. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Yeah. It very personal and like um real do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah because like, I, I, 
the other. Yeah, I feel like this was one of the only, I think there was another book that was a memoir too on the CBC list, but I think a lot of them were like fact-based about like um, the police brutality and things like that that are happening in America. Yeah. But I was interested in that other one though, the um, angry Somalian boy or, do you guys know what I'm talking about? That was on the Yeah, I think that was my second choice, yeah. Again, judging by its cover, that was actually one of my last choices. Just judging by its cover, which you're not supposed to do, but it seemed like a very confrontational book, like one that you would not enjoy reading. And right. I know that's something me and Cal have in common. We we don't like books like that, you know? Yeah, you and Cal have a lot in common. Honestly, it's crazy. Like, having you, like, fill in for him today, it feels no, like... No, it's perfect. It's perfect. Cal's right here with us. You guys are basically yeah. the same person. I <laughs> uh, appreciate it. <laughs> Speaking of Cal, didn't he have a sponsorship for us today? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was well, Raid Shadow Legends. Have you heard of Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> it's the massively online multiplayer game that everyone's playing. Sign up with code Tequila and get a free hero as well as 15,000 free rupees. And if you go on us. our Twitch, if you go on Tequila Mockingbird twitch.com slash tequila mockingbird you can watch us game live really you guys have a twitch <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. we're doing this after the podcast so, you didn't, yeah, never yeah, you didn't know that oh okay i gotta get ready then yeah. all right all right well it was great it was an honor to be here thank yeah, you everyone thank you uh, sure and next watch. week we'll be reviewing 50 shades of gray all right thank you <laughs> yeah thank you for that um Elliot got us into that one. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for that. I'm very passionate about that book. <laughs> okay. Right. It's been great. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>